0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The Sirocco team is all about mixing the naval maritime sports and the tech, the big data environments. Uh, we have a, a not a crazy project but a very ambitious uh, speed record project and we are using it to drive innovation and drive innovation that matters to help decarbonize the maritime transportation world. That's Alexandre Calzerguez.
1: He's a Frenchman from Marseille with a love of speed. He is the world's champion and once the fastest man on water having travelled at more than 107km an hour using a kite and a board. Now if you've never seen kite surfing it's this combination of paragliding surfing and windsurfing all wrapped into one exhilarating ride. It's now become a major competitive sport where competitors battle it out for manoeuvres including high jumps and of course speed. And if you're in the shipping industry, you may be familiar with a brace of companies developing similar shaped kite solutions to be used to power shipping using the wind. Now, Alex is still the fastest man on a kiteboard, but he lost the outright speed record to a sailing vessel called Vestas Sail Rocket 2. It's prow like torpedo, is the best word for it, that has set a new speed record of 65 knots or 121.1 kilometers per hour using the wind. So, Alex now wants to reclaim his title. But to reclaim the outright sailing speed record he's ditched the kiteboard and developed something far more radical which I'll come to in a minute. But in doing so he and his team have developed a tool which they say can be used in the shipping industry not to make things go faster of course but to assess how they can be designed or retrofitted to go more efficiently with better lines suitable for wind and water. This is the Aronex Podcast and I'm your host Craig Eason, also owner and editor of the Fathom World website. In this episode of the podcast we're looking at how a world speed champion is looking to get his title back and in doing so found a process, a tool, he believes shipping can use as they develop and design retrofit and build ships that are able to meet the emissions and efficiency goals they're being set. Alex Galzeguez grew up in the south of France and grew in love with kite surfing in the strong winds found
0: in the French Mediterranean coast. It's a place where, where the Mistral, the very famous uh, Mistral wind is blowing. Uh, sometime, sometimes crazy. And, uh, and yeah, it's, I think it's because I grew up there and I learned to kite there. Uh, I was really used to uh, strong winds Um, So I start with some friends trying to go fast because it was funny. Um, We have a place there uh, with very flat water and strong wind. So basically either you can jump, that's what uh, we were doing uh, like hobby, and then we try to go fast. Uh, And we had some very interesting times on the GPS, on the GPS watch. Saying like why why shouldn't we why we shouldn't try to uh, compete so I start competing doing competitions uh, against other kite kite surfers and I was not too bad so I tried to to uh, to go uh, in uh, to participate in as many competitions as I could uh, and then I yeah I became faster and faster and then. Um, the idea came into my mind uh, that uh maybe we could uh we could uh, set a, a new sailing speed record um, a new kite surfing speed record then a outright or absolute sailing speed record and that's what we did uh, first in Namibia and then uh, and then in France
1: He gained the speed record kitesurfing along man-made ditches in the flat sands of Namibia and France, but now he wants to go faster, and to do that he has had to think radically different. But such a task isn't going to be easy, so what they've designed is as close to not being a sailing vessel as one could imagine. This is no longer an attempt to gain a kiteboarding speed title, but to become once again the fastest man on water using natural forces, the wind, and to shatter the current speed record and he wants to achieve 150 kilometers an hour. So Sirico have ditched the board and gone for a pod which looks more like the fuselage of a fighter jet albeit without wings and a tail. There's still a kite attached with a long wire tethered above it Below it there's another wire tether going into the water and at the end of which is an anchoring foil, airplane shaped to move smoothly through the sea. Its objective is to keep the pod close to but not on the water surface and offset the kite's upward pull while amplifying all that forward momentum. To achieve an official sailing speed record, the pod will have very little else in it. No batteries, not many aids at all. However, the prototype that they are currently using does. And it is the development of this that has led to the development of a software tool that Alex and the Sirocco team now believe has a wider use than just achieving speed. Here he takes up the story along with Sirocco co-founder, Yves de uh, We
0: started really at the beginning of Sirocco, we started with a blank page we did a brainstorm with uh uh a part of uh, the people we have uh, in our team today and experts from the america's cup from the paragliding world passionate people enthusiasts experts in their domain uh that could bring their expertise in uh yeah that uh that uh open open field to innovation and uh and with just a just a simple question at the beginning, how to go fast on water, uh, propelled by the wind? You have, you can you can take whatever uh, you want as a solution: a foil, a kite, a sail, uh, two foils, uh, uh, yeah, uh, all of the concepts that could be uh, used to go to go fast on water. And we ended up with a list of. Uh, if uh, like something like 50 different 50 concepts.
2: 50, 50 concepts, absolutely.
0: Yeah, um, and we started uh, to evaluate them, uh, trying to find which one would be the most efficient, energy efficient one. Uh, so we we created a, a program called the VPP, a Velocity Predictor Program. Um, that will help us um, evaluate which was the most efficient uh, according to of course according to our operational uh, uh operational constraint or uh, uh, what's the name in english for K uh, charge uh requirements uh, be able to go on, uh, in in open sea uh, being being able to go uh, port tack and starboard tack uh, be able to jibe with the concept. Um, remember that I coming from the kitesurfing world, where to go fast we need a trench, so eight meters wide canal. So it was one of the requirements. It was to be able to go in open sea and not being stuck into a canal. And so we we had this 50 concept. We created the VPP. We used the VPP to evaluate which one which one was uh which was the most efficient um and then how to design the the different parts uh the hull well i mean the capsule the the size of the foil the size of the kite and and the the program were was uh resolving the balance resolving the equilibriums or i don't know if we can uh, if we can say that but uh uh, and we ended up with that concept of a, capsu- a flying capsule uh, hanged between the, the propulsion of a kite and the, the propulsion underwater of a, of a foil, inverted foil. Uh, for us, it was the most efficient, energy efficient one. And the, the one was the, the biggest potential. Um, and we designed it to reach that uh, that speed of 18 knots so how how does this lead you to
1: engaging with the maritime industry with the shipping industry what is that journey then from looking at a speed record to looking at how you can actually find a solution to go into the maritime sector.
2: So there are actually two uh, two very different answers to, to that question. The, the, the first one is the uh, the why, and the second is the uh, is the how. Uh, the why comes from the is really uh, engraved into the the DNA of, of Sirocco, and this is the project that uh, Alex and us, his partners uh, are wanting to, to build. Uh, it's to to use the uh, pioneering achievement, the speed record, as a way to generate innovation. So speed is not a goal in itself. Alex has had plenty of that. He has been fast since he was was he was little, uh, and so now now the question is beyond the speed record. What well actually? How do we use the speed record as a way to generate innovation that brings purpose and that is useful for uh, for the planet? That's useful for the uh, for the energy transition. So the the how then? Uh, the how is actually quite simple. The, Alex described the um, design process that we use uh, to uh, shift, to shaft through those 50 concepts and to uh, understand which ones were the most efficient. And there was no software that allowed us to do that, so we actually had to build the software. We had to build the algorithm uh, that would process the uh, physics of those uh of of those designs uh process the data and tell us which ones to throw away which ones to refine to go further into simulation etc and that's when we thought and that's that was really a gradual process i mean we knew from the start that we wanted to apply that but we didn't know how at first so that's part of the innovation uh along the way we we saw a path where we could take those algorithms uh, and to, to apply them to different types of ships, because our speed craft is a sailing yacht. It's a pretty atypical one, but basically it's a sailing yacht. And we, we, we have been thinking, okay, so what's in common between that speed craft and any type of boat? Well, they go through water at very different speed, but they are there is friction, there are forces, there is the impact of wind on the superstructure, on the sail. There's the impact of waves, of swell. And all of that, uh, as you know, because seen on your profile, you've been uh, you've been a sea captain. So you know that a boat goes a lot slower when there is swell and uses a lot more fuel uh, than when the, uh, the sea is calm. So we, we were thinking, well, if we could actually build that into a model the same way we've built the model of our speed craft and then use that to measure the actual efficiency of a ship based on the conditions the issue is evolving into. So we took those algorithms and we use them to build models of ships, of their uh, propulsion systems, uh, the engine, the sails, the kites, anything that you can add a ship to make it more efficient. And we have built essentially a platform of something that's called a digital twin that reproduces the behavior of the ship on the computer and would would allow anyone to play scenarios. So if I take this ship with this type of configuration and I sell her from Singapore through Marseille with a sell date of don't know, April 14th, for example, and the voyage is expected to take so many days, what will be the uh, power consumption of that ship? Now, if I take the same ship and I add, I don't know, six uh, solid cells or two kites or maybe an hybrid engine, fuel plus hydrogen electric, uh, and I run her on the same route, uh, same days, what will be the energy consumption? What is the difference between the two? What is the setting? And the setting is both monetary and in terms of carbon emissions.
1: I'm aware that there's a lot of different companies that are using digital twins now and offering digital twins to for maintenance and, dare I say it, for performance. But there's a British company as well called Bar, Bar mm-hmm. Technologies. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they're doing something similar to you.
0: Yeah, and they are coming from the Americas
1: capital. So, do you understand what I'm saying? So, how how would you bring that USP out? Yeah,
2: so the. and so uh, uh, I agree with you. The concept of digital twin is becoming more and more popular. Uh, it was primarily born from maintenance uh, issues, trying to understand the way around here and uh, try to do a predictive maintenance instead of uh, fixing things wh- wh- when they break. And digital twins are super effective at that. The good news is that it, it's, it's becoming more and more commonplace and people understand what a digital twin is. That's was not necessarily the case a uh, couple of years back. So, how different we are from, from from others. So, first, we are not looking at uh, at maintenance. We are not looking at uh, building uh, a twin of the uh, electronic systems or the engines or whatnot of, of of the ship. We are purely looking at it from a, a performance and energy efficiency uh, point of view, building on the law of physics. Now, that's probably the most important thing. Of course, uh, we will use IoT data uh, as they pertain purpo- to uh, the performance of the ship. So, for example, having wind capture, uh, having RPM uh, capture on the, uh, on the engine can be super useful. But we are not looking at that part. As pr- Primarily, we are looking at the physics and how they apply. What we've done... Is that we are incorporating into our models the uh, CFD simulations. You're familiar with the uh, with the CFD, uh, both of the um, of the ship in water, the ship in air, also the impact of wind on the on the superstructure, the sails uh, uh, in the in the air, the interaction between sails. So this is what we are focusing on: is understanding the physical behavior of every component of the ship. And understanding their their interaction and how the uh, forces are going to add up or oppose themselves or interact with one another for the behavior of the ship, and that I don't think there are a lot of people uh, who are looking at that on the on, on the market. I know uh, we we have taken a look at uh, at bars offering. Uh, they are probably the closest. Uh, on the market to, to 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 what we have, I don't know if they have slightly different uh, v- value prop or if they are on the, on on the same segment. It's still a very nascent market, mm-hmm. and when we talk to um, to shipyards, to um, to shipping companies. Um, they are usually saying us, saying to us, uh, well, we don't really know if there are solutions that can do that. We've been thinking about doing it manually, about engaging armies of CFD engineers to do the calculation. Uh, so it's still a, probably a very, very young market.
1: Alex Calzurges, along with fellow Surico co-founder and startup advisor Yves de Monchil, on the plans to use the software they developed to help design a world speed record system and to develop it into a CFD and digital twin tool to help make shipping more efficient and cleaner. The attempt to set a new speed record will be in the summer next year. They're still using the prototype and the software to make improvements and looking at the videos they produce you can see that the underwater foil is still more solidly fixed to the pod than the final setup they will likely use with the wire. Gaining the speed record is a moonshot for Sirico, but they already have other moonshots in mind and the taking inspiration from Bernard Picard's famous record with a solar plane. So
2: not only the speed record, but also future what we call moonshots. Uh, and even though clearly today we are focusing on the speed record, we have other ideas and we want to be we want to work on other concepts, other innovation drivers. So from the speed record itself, uh we have a potential of other innovations that could be leveraged. Today we are focusing on this digital print platform, zero coefficient chip, but there are other things we have invented that we think could be useful for the for the industry. So this one should already take us to, uh, I would say, to the, the next step. And then other moonshots, uh, which may or may not be uh, linked to sports, which may be more innovation-driven. Uh, for example, uh, a role model that we particularly like is Bertrand Picard with Solar Impulse. Uh, you know the uh, solar airplane. Uh, I mean, it was, it was not a sporting challenge. Of course it was very difficult and exhausting and whatnot, but it was not about sports. Uh, it was more about pure sheer innovation. Uh, so that's the kind of mindset that we are into.
1: Well that's it for this episode of the Aronex podcast Please remember to share, subscribe and like And I have a growing archive of episodes Over the last couple of years of the Aronex podcast Looking at the transformation of the shipping and maritime space Also you'll find more stories on these themes On the Fathom World website Goodbye for now